Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. for sports as Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Ashburn? Like at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. I'm coming at you live uh, from this Zoom meeting there. They're driving me nuts, Henry. It's, you know, oh, work from home. It's crazy. How about it for you? Yeah, I'm, I'm in a similar boat, Joe Dwyer. Great to be here again mm. with you, Corporal, um, as you take a big old sip of water. I'm actually, mere mere uh, 10 seconds into this, but you've been, <laughs> been working hard on that intro, have you, mate? I, um, you I'm, actually, <laughs> I'm pretty suffering. No, I've actually... You've um, had a big one, have you? I might, I might I do the same. If you're tired, I feel like... Don't <laughs> like um, for those, wow, Henry, that's a that's pathetically small glug. Uh, <laughs> no, he's drowning. For those who heard Henry criticise me a few weeks ago about always drinking water out of a one litre carafe, I've actually upgraded to a 1.5 litre uh, water yeah. bottle. So I, I think I'm well on my way to having those like obnoxious gym bro like fucking five litre cartons that they just carry around where I'm like, no one needs to drink that much water and B... Just go to the tap again. Go to the tap twice. Mate, have you seen the water bottle that George is lugging around at the moment? I don't know if you've seen this one. No, no, no. Looks like she's at Duntroon. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's this army green one she's got from Kmart. The thing must hold like three litres. That's funny because I got my, oh, no, I think I know the one. Like, it looks like a shell casing. Like, it's it really, like a, it's quite fat. Looks like a fucking oil drum. Yeah, yeah I, um, no one funny. needs that much water. She's I got, I got my Tidalic. I got my one liter carafe from Kmart, and Tidalic was actually there selling them. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a very it's very persuasive in terms of budget water containers. He's like, go bigger, Matt. And you're like, oh, Tidalic. <laughs> I'm probably I okay. I mate. I generally I probably can't drink quite as much as you. He's like, no, 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 bigger. He's Come like, why don't, um, why don't we just stop looking at the water bottles and I'll show you a few dams, a few billabongs. <laughs> hey. so, oh, I probably don't need that much tittle. It's like, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Five, you're getting a five-litre bottle. How about five, five hectolitres, mate? Yeah. That's probably the measurement in dams. Tiddalik, we all know the story, mate. It was very cool, <laughs> but you now <laughs> but work you're now working at, at Big Mart. W. Yeah. Um, Righto. Housekeeping. What have we got? Um, and, and your house is being kept in that you're trying to find a new one, so I understand. Yeah, that is true. I, uh, as, I, as I said to you off air, mate, uh, yeah. the, the rental search is nowhere near as fun when you're not doing all the work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, see, I'm worried we're going to have to find a new place as well um, just because of the aforementioned river of poo issues. And I feel it's quite hard to push on with your tenants after that. I think the owner would probably just rather have a clean break. That wasn't, that was their fault. No, I know, but I just, I think it's so awkward. <laughs> what a clean that break. Like, that they're like, look, we just rather have people who don't know about this. <laughs> like a, um, it's like a couple who fall in love under very dangerous circumstances and when yeah. they get back to the... I mean, I imagine it's why none of James Bond's relationships work out because yeah, when they, when they, they get back they to... They don't the work day, out with pussy galore. <laughs> <laughs> none of his relationships work out. Our landlord at Long Street, pussy galore, who's it's like, it's thought, just not as fun anymore without the poo. That's <laughs> why I thought, um, like, a lot of vagina in Austin Powers is such a good joke because yeah. there would have been Bond writers rooms that pitched that earnestly and had to go, oh, no, look, I think we're a bit out of that. Oh, it's James Bond, 25. Um, I think it's going to be Bond, probably gets caught on some sort of emergency and then he meets a lovely girl named Boobies McButt. <laughs> we're going to get She's from Birmingham. Play, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be great. She's going to be played by the broad from Fleabag. <laughs> and uh, we'll go did from she, there. Did, did she like write No Time to Die? Phoebe Waller Bridge? I don't bloody think so. <laughs> I, thought she had, I thought she had something to do with the Bond. No, movie. I don't think Phoebe Waller Bridge wrote, wrote James Bond, but you could be dead right. Really? Well, stall by talking about our other thing. Oh, you mean the suburb or the city of Brisbane, um, which at some point <laughs> we might want to touch on? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, uh, she, yeah, I'm right. 
My favorite, my favorite word and the favorite two words in the world. Um, <laughs> she contributed to the screenplay of No Time to Die. How did she? That is. That's I don't right. know how she did it. I don't know what process. It sat down on a laptop. <laughs> well, you know, a fucking fair bit about what she wrote. And now you yeah, don't that's, even know. that's fair. Um, all right, housekeeping. We got some big news, Hen. We got the Mangroves Brismas Spectacular. We are back at Lefties, our favourite home. It's going to be our last show of the year. I was thinking, you know, we, we played our first show in January 2021. Um, it's been a wild and crazy year for the Mangroves, and I can't wait to end it all at Lefties. That is... A stunning statistic you just threw mm. out that the first ever show was January 2021. This year has actually not flown. Is that no. fair? Dream, that's fair to say. No, I, can, I, I can assume I, it's gone forever. I think back to February 2021 like it was a long, long time ago. I didn't live in this hotel room. I mean, if you, no. to, if you told whereas, me that. Whereas we all broadly agree last year flew by, right? Yes. Yeah, 2020. 20. 2020 and 2019, I think, were in the quicker category, but 2021 has taken its damn time. But yeah, yeah. I'm really keen for this gig. Obviously, I'll be back, uh, coming back Mm -hmm. to Brisbane, um, following, you know, for the Christmas break. And then so it's a Sunday night, December 19 at Lefties. I think Lefties comfortably, I would say, kind of on average, our favorite gig. It's intimate but still yeah. big it's 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 all closed in everyone can get amongst it so i'm i'm ripper keen and it's a it's a christmas gig so we'll have some christmas treats ready to go we'll probably <laughs> and be. if and if you don't celebrate christmas um then unfortunately this one's probably not for you no um <laughs> no then then it's a it's a it's a christmas holidays gig it's a holidays uh, gig it's a holidays gig and there will be an after party for all ticket holders at warehouse 25 again i'll oh, be doing that again that. Yeah, we're doing that again. I'm, I'm, le- I'm learning. I'm learning about this now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a, we got warehouse again. Oh, great! Because um, because one of the one of the bartenders in the band, sorry, uh, one of the bartenders <laughs> warehouse twenty five, um, who is the only bartender in the band, um, Dylan has been filling in for Henry on bass when he can't be there, um, but obviously Henry will be returning, uh, so Dylan will be um, sorting out after parties for us and uh, and probably flicking between a couple instruments to help us out. But yeah, so uh, Unpakistanis, it's going to be an amazing time. It's going to be the mangroves. It's going to be a big after party afterwards. It's just going to be an awesome show. I can't wait. That's going to be a loose night. Yeah. Because it's the silly season. I also, and, I, and it's I, always silly after a mangroves gig, but you put that in the silly season. Silly, oh, silly squared. It's going to, uh, silly, mate, silly bloody squared. And this, is, this, reckon- is, this is silly mid off. And I, re- I re- oh, so true. And also, it'll be I think day four of the Adelaide Test. If you're a if you're a cricket tragic, so uh, here's so here's one for you, on Pakistanis. Come see the gig. Get absolutely rinsed like it's friggin' eggnog time at Warehouse yeah, Twenty Five. Yeah. And then, and, and, you know, Warehouse Twenty Five. What day is Christmas? The twenty fifth. So it's like it all. Oh, can, so true. Warehouse Twenty fifth of December. It's Jesus's early birthday, <laughs> and then and then how about this last day of the test on the Monday? Take just the work off, and yeah. we'll have maybe we'll do a recovery at friggin' the Caxton or something. Oh yeah, oh, I'd, I'd say I, I'm, I'm let's not do working. let's do mango. Oh, to I'm, recovery. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely working. not working. No, um, and I reckon I was talking to Hamish about this. I reckon a lot of officers are closing on the twentieth, which is the Monday. Mm. So you know, if you're one of those people. Come to Lefty's party with us there, party at the after party. We'll, we'll do a recovery. Do Let's a recovery put, in front of the cricket. Let's put on about 20 kilos in two days yeah, together. I can't wait. I think, um, and Joe, we should point out as well, bro, it's pretty much half sold out as of... Well, oh, yeah. As of right now, do you have a kind of live ticket count I, I do. So as of, um, and this is Wednesday night we're recording, so this will come out, um, I'll try and have this out Thursday night, but as of Wednesday... We have sold uh, 136 tickets. So that's uh, over 50%. Um, there are fuck all tickets left. There's about 100 left now. Um, and I suspect by the time you hear this episode, it'll be even less. So if you've ever wanted to see the mangroves, if you've loved seeing the mangroves this year, come out and party with us one more time. And let me tell you this, Joe Dwyer, friend and brother. I'm bloody glad that it is at Lefties because it's a cool bar. It's fun. But I want to do what yeah. I don't like. What I don't like oh, yeah. doing. Let's name and shame. Let's do some name and shames. And I don't yeah. like doing this because I love Brisbane and I love the businesses and bars that keep it popping. But I got to do some name and shames, bro. I'm going to talk about Soundgarden. Yep. in the valley. 
And I'm going to talk about felons down at Howard Smith Wharves. Now, Joe, would you like to point out to the Pakistanis why these two might be on the top of my kill list? Uh, uh, they kicked Henry out because he was too drunk. Well, that... <laughs> I mean, that, that's probably the, the main reason. That is a uh, real glazing over of the complexities <laughs> of a, a pretty serious I issue. I agree with you on Soundgarden. I don't agree with you on felons. Soundgarden just smelt like someone had taken a shit in the air vent. It smelt. Like we, not on the main dance floor, but we went upstairs, found a booth, sat down, and it immediately smelled as if someone had shit about five metres above us, frozen it, and was just fucking misting us with the poo. That is vivid. That spoken like how it smelt. <laughs> it smells like bloody Longstreet. I hope Pussy Galore isn't the landlord of Soundgarden <laughs> because Soundgarden will have to find a new home. It smells like bloody so right. the Pong Street Studios. Yeah, um, that happened, and then they were doing that weird thing that I don't know. Are we at the point of COVID where this still needed to be happening? Any, but I've never seen any other place do this. T- tell them what we're talking about, Henry. That essentially roped off the dance floor, if you can yeah. call it, if you can call it that. It was really just like a square part of the bar. And they'd roped it off and they were limiting the amount of people who could go and dance on there. So clearly being quite strict on the square meterage rule, I suppose. But then there was just like one guard guarding it. And there was, I reckon, like 11 people on the floor. And most of them were just standing there on their phones. They weren't even dancing. And I was like, you know what? This is, this is a disaster. What is this, footloose? So I jumped in and had a little dance and... The security guard did not like it. And I have to admit, I was, I'm was i still impressed with the parkour that I was able to pull off. Yeah. T- talking of James Bond, it was like the bloody opening scene of Casino Royale. credit to Henry. It took two security guards to get him out of that dance floor. And I'll say this though, Hen. I reckon both times you got kicked out, because as, as we'll go on to explore, we got kicked out. You got kicked out of Soundgarden and Felons. They were both times when the evening was probably wrapping up and it's not bad to have an excuse to go home. Like, oh, I think you, you kind I of went out, I went out in a blaze of glory. I, you know, instead of I was ready evening, to go home both yeah, times. Instead of an evening sort of having a fizzle and like, oh, should we leave? Oh, maybe food. Oh, maybe one more drink. You, you know, I like that you just sort of took matters into your own hands and um, declared, yeah, we're going home because I'm getting kicked out. It was like, I did hear one of the security guards whisper to the other one being like, you might not like him, but you've got to admit it, that that pencil's got style. So <laughs> I, it, that such was the magic that, way yeah, that I got myself out of, out of it. Now, that. I'll say this, addendum, um, I went to Soundgarden again last Friday. Um, so much better. When it's not did trying it to smell? be- no, it didn't smell at all. Maybe um, someone actually did do a poo that I time. actually think someone, or like vomit maybe, just like a pooey vomit. Um, yeah. Why do people listen to this show? <laughs> um, but uh, there was a black mark on their record. I really liked Soundgarden on Friday. Um, we got four pints of Guinness um, and then another four pints. And the next four pints were in normal pint glasses, not Guinness pint glasses, because in the entire bar... They have four Guinness pint glasses. Oh, so they're, they're not expecting anyone to get a Guinness. <laughs> so they were like, look, you can either bring your glasses back and like we'll wash them and give you the next ones or just cop a normal pint glass. They're like, oh, the, the Protestants smashed yeah. them. We didn't yeah. know what to do. Um, well, that, yeah. yeah. But the, well, I thought felons too. I think felons was maybe a little more fair, but they told me stop drinking beer and they did bring me a water, which was nice. And it was this actually was, so nice. And we should admit, we should say this was on a Monday. So I think if this was the behavior going down on a Saturday, I probably would have gotten away with it, but they had no one else. to. Yeah, that's on. very true. They were laser targeted because we were the only ones there and it was raining. Um, and they, you know, we were there celebrating and it had been a long day. And then, Tom Hardy, brother of the great Jack, gave me a beer. And what am I going to do? Not drink it? Yeah. It was a, not, it was a nice, nice gesture. And they got very cranky. And they were those kind of security guards and bartenders who, you know, act like personally wronged and offended when, you know, a patron. It's like, listen, mate, it's nothing against you. Yeah. We're I'm, all just, you're doing your job. I'm doing my job as a drunk guy at a bar. Yeah. Um, you know. it, it is so funny to me when places seem annoyed at someone being drunk because I'm like, you know, actions meet consequences. How do you do? Like you're a bar that sells mm. alcohol. You're trying, really, you want patrons to be getting to this level and then just so aggrieved when you are. I'm not the like, one with an RSA. Rather, 
Or would you rather we all just had one beer each and went home? If everyone went to felons, if everyone who ever went to felons only ever just had one beer, they'd go out of business. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the amount of people there. Then. I mean, maybe they wouldn't. <laughs> maybe they wouldn't. <laughs> Sound they okay. Sound Soundgarden. Mate, bloody Soundgarden. Um, um, but um, speaking of other other major Brisbane events recently, Henry, uh, mm. there's a little ball that came out of nowhere that yeah. became like the Noosa Triathlon of balls and that <laughs> everyone from fucking Brisbane was there. Also, I'm sorry. If you do the Noosa Triathlon, do you need nine friends to come up and support you and <laughs> post on Instagram and go to a beach house together? Like, how hard is it? <laughs> Is it possible to do the Brisbane try the Noosa Triathlon without the support of eighteen of your mates from Churchy? <laughs> I um, it feels like a lot of people did that fucking triathlon. I got to say, how many fucking people are doing the triathlon? Seriously, I don't, I don't know that many fit people. I, I'm gonna, I don't follow that many fit people on Instagram. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start conspiracy theory. I'm, a bit, I'm gonna be a Noosa try truther. I don't and think that is not them, that I, hard. I don't think all of them did it. I think that was- I agree. Well, I think a lot of them just did one leg each. I think a lot of people were there to watch and turned up in a weird fucking ugly swimsuit thing. Agreed. Can you Agreed. and also heard of DTs or boardies? I don't need you to look like a fucking Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. They look ridiculous. <laughs> um but speaking of speak- ridiculous. Yeah, you look like a fish. Um yeah. but talking to the other thing. What's yeah. with the Bodia ball? What was going yeah, it, on there? Um, it came out of nowhere, this Bodia ball. And yeah. you know, and I was the main thing people were asking, what's Bodia? Yeah. What's Bodia? Joe, I believe you know. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's amazing. It's, I've been told on the night that it was a charity for Cambodia, but I never made the connection until, I think, in the midst of typing you a text the next morning when I was like, oh, hang on. They're raising money for Cambodia. So it's called the Bodia ball. We sure Cam Bodier isn't a guy who went to church who like hurt his leg. <laughs> like just, you know, um, you know what I was thinking with the Bodier ball hang because you know it was a massive scene. But um, you and I crashed the after party, and I think oh, I yeah. asked a few people. I was like, you know, like Joby Occy Peterson, we charged <laughs> into Cloudland and we tore the place down. Um, I was like, you know, oh, what's the ball about? I reckon someone should just come out and have a ball for you know mid-twenties people, same crew as always, where they're like, we're not raising money for charity. We're not doing anything here. I'm trying to turn a profit. I just think, call it, well, call that, it the profit ball, <laughs> and I reckon you're getting just as many people. I mean, that was sort of the cutters ball. Like, Sester and Geordie and Hamish and stuff just organised that to have a ball, basically. But maybe they... Were they really know. trying to make a profit, though? No, I think, I think, I think, I think it actually did go to a charity. Like yeah, a charity. I think it was a charitable purpose. It's just but it, people feel this pressure. I'm not saying a ball just have fun. I'm saying come out of the gate being like making trying to make money, a lot of money yeah. on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't think you'd suffer at all. I think everyone would go the exact same time. I think I just love the idea that they couldn't like call it the Cambodia ball, but the boat like it'd be like <laughs> um, we're raising money. Loose. Yeah, we're raising money for starving people in the Philippines. Come to the Peens ball. <laughs> hey. We're raising we're raising money for arving people in the Philippines because <laughs> apparently you can't finish full words. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, we had to go with Lao. So come to <laughs> our ball. <laughs> uh, Joe, I don't think we've said the word Ludwich in this podcast yet. <laughs> <laughs> So, not even at the start. I don't think, I don't think uh, we even mentioned it bloody once. Um, anyway, uh, today we are unpacking Lutwich, a uh, wonderful suburb, jewel of the north side, and should we get into it? Yeah, let's wig out. All right, Hen, um, just at the outset, brother, Lutwich uh, obviously used to be a small suburb, obviously didn't used to have a great reputation, but it has grown recently and it's trendy with the youth, rendering the population question harder than ever. Oh, um, it is interesting. What do you think the population is? I think it's real low. Yeah. Because I, had, I didn't look at the population, but I looked at the map and it is kind of It's weird. actually a tiny suburb. Yeah. Oh, I reckon it's a tiny suburb for one that like most people know. It's got name wreck, but I reckon it's yeah. tiny. Like, um, oh... I don't know, Tom Cruise. I don't know. couldn't think of a small, famous person. Oh yeah, um, Danny DeVito, Vern Troyer, Peter Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's um, or, um, the guy who played all the Oompa Loompas in Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka, who is called Deep Roy. 
<laughs> and he played all of them. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, uh, one of the great trivia facts I know. Because <laughs> I don't think they had one person playing all of them in the original. I think they cast like I don't, I don't even, I couple, think there was a bit, I think about 500 people. Short people, yeah, yeah. I think every short, I think every person under five foot was working <laughs> got that a, day. Got a job. Um, um, oh, 2,800. Nah, uh, that's not that far off. It's more than that. It's 3,454. 3, hey. That was in the 2016 census, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's more because if you've been to Lutwich recently, and, and we'll explore this in turn, Hen, but my... um. My mother was a GP at the Lovewich Medical Centre, at the shopping centre there for about oh, eight, nine, ten years. So I spent so many hours just hanging out in that shopping centre because mum couldn't leave me at home, but I'd just, you know, chill at the surgery or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Lovewich used to be, to be honest, a dump. It is now like Albion, Windsor, even slightly bougier. Like they are gentrifying it hard and there's this massive block of land that's been cleared that they're turning into like of basically like a kelvin grove village type thing it's it's wild like which is undergoing radical transformation that's interesting every mm. suburb soon in brisbane is going to have its own version of the kelvin grove village isn't it like yeah even i mean, I mean part of the reason i hate the kelvin grove village like it's so obviously manufactured it's going to be like oh guys there's a burger urge and a burrito bar here how cool no but for the people I love, which I mean, great that they have that that food option. But yeah. it's oh, it's so funny you say that about hanging out at your mum's work. Like, yeah. I honestly don't think I'd be working in radio or even comedy adjacent in any way if it hadn't been for like the school holidays where mum would be working at dad's practice at the time, yeah. and it was just like put him in front of a computer, and it's just. Hamish and Andy and Rove live kip yeah. clips just <laughs> like for like eight hours a day. It was like my job. Yeah. I'd be like, I will get my subway. I will sit down <laughs> and I will watch Hamish and Andy gangaroos again and uh, <laughs> ghosting chat. Like I, yeah. I think that's where it happened. I, I literally, yeah, I was similar. I, I took a laptop with me. I took a couple of DVDs from home and just sat down and watched like the born identity. And that was, <sighs> that was your job for the day at like age 10 or something of like mm-hmm. not quite, being left alone at home to my own devices, but gee, you, you get a bit of freedom in the Lubbock shopping center. Um, but Wikipedia hen, Lubbock road, a busy thoroughfare that is part of Met road three. Didn't know, didn't know that was a thing. What the hell uh, is that? The main, <laughs> I've never heard of Met road three is the main road through the suburb. Lubbock road is lined with many small shops and restaurants. In addition to the central Lubbock shopping center, Kedron Brook, a Creek lined with parklands and a bikeway forms the Northwestern boundary of Lubbock. Met Road 3 sounds like a PC I, game. Yeah, I was going to say about like a robot that comes to life and is like your best friend. <laughs> He's your specifically best friend. <laughs> He's not my best friend. What do you mean by a robot who comes to life? Like it, it becomes a human or it... I can't explain that any it, better. It's a robot that is turned on. Imagine, if you will, a robot coming to life. Well, I'm think, well I think... Of that as a robot, because a robot is not alive. It's it may be functioning, but I I think it becomes a human. Like no, but I'm thinking it it at least has like a soul. Do robots have souls? I don't know. A question I didn't think we'd ask in the love episode, <laughs> but but we are nonetheless. Because it's a bit of a Pinocchio situation. Because what if there's a it's is a it, modern remake of Pinocchio, it? like it? it's a robot being like I want to be a real boy, and then yeah. They're like, have a go, I mate. Think, but aren't there like so many movies where robots become people? Oh, <laughs> I mean, a for a man who brought it up, you haven't named one. And we've been <laughs> uh, on this for AI, about... AI, artificial intelligence. Oh, so you mean they become... Into, like, iRobot. Like, the robots yeah, yeah, become I'm literally thinking, Sorry, that's I'm thinking they become I mean. flesh and bone. <laughs> no, no, no. They retain their robot buddy body. Uh, <laughs> their and robot their buddy. <laughs> and, their, and their robot booty. <laughs> and their robot ass. Shake that little... <laughs> Fucking robot booty, man. Um, hey, hey, Metro 3. <laughs> that little robot booty, baby. Um, yeah, I think that's what happens in Metro 3. I think 3. that's what happens. I think there's a weird scientist who's like, yeah. I want to I bring you to life so I can get that freaking robot boot, but it can't swear. It's get like, like I want to get that, that, that freaking booty, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I press, think that's what happens. Press X to shake robot booty. Good game. Right. Um, 
I think the fact that they've mentioned a road in the first paragraph of the Wikipedia, Joe Dwyer, says yeah. to me, what, I, what is my really only impression of Lutwich is that the whole place is a road. Yep. And I think you're right. Um, but having said that, Henry. The suburb. After. Yeah. This Give me is a bit of etymology. Love to. The suburb is named, and I love this, after a bloke named Alfred Lutwich. Amazing. He was a judge of the Supreme Court of New South Wales. So he was appointed as a Supreme Court judge at Moreton Bay on the 21st of February, 1859. And that was shortly before Queensland was granted self-government. So New South Wales still had the ownership, I guess, of the Queensland area before we, uh, a bit before eight in a row, mate. And then... Right, brother. And then this, so this Alfred Lutwich was sent up to Moreton Bay to be the Supreme Court judge there. Now, I misread that completely when I was doing the rundown and read that as he was appointed a judge of the Supreme Court of Moreton Bay, oh. to, to which I said, <laughs> what the hell? So, That's um, new. At what point did Moreton Bay have its own Supreme Court? What bloody, what bloody crimes did they solve? I, I'd like to appeal the amount of... Chicken sold on my chips. Yeah, I'd like to appeal how fucking how much we're just hanging out, brother. Everybody, <laughs> like to appeal how chill it is. There needs to be some sort of motivational impetus. I tell you what case I would put before Can the I Supreme guess? Court of Morton Bay. Can yeah. I guess um, the fact that of the two Morton Bay schools, it's the boys that is NBBC. <laughs> no, that always, not a case. Mine, that mine was actually going to be. Mine was just going to be that. Um, that the dolphins aren't called Morton Bay Dolphins. Oh yeah, no. I was, I, I was gonna, I was gonna take the naming issue mm. of the dolphins. Um, it always, it did always throw me that you go from girls' grammar to Morton Bay Boys College, uh, which mm. I don't hate. I feel like if you're gonna have gender in the name, you should have it in both. Like I people, think so too. people call it boys' grammar. Mm. So just say, just call it Brisbane Boys Grammar School. Anyway, oh, great, very woke. Um, or um, just call both of them grammar. Anyway, and Alfred Lup, which is. A great. Who was that? What is this fucking Batman's butler? Yeah, I was gonna say of just the world's worst Batman because he's based at Morton Bay. But he's he's like he's like Mr. Wayne. I failed you. I failed you because I didn't. Uh, I got caught in traffic on the way to the city because <laughs> it's a forty-minute drive. I will not. I will not bury another Batman in the weird mud area at Morton Bay. Oh um, yeah, the mud flats. Gross. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what else can you oh, tell us about... Um, I love you, Batman. <laughs> about, uh, about Alfred Lightwitch. Not heaps. Oh, no, Freddy. I can't. Here he is. Freddy. <laughs> um, on the 12th of January, 1864, Alfred, the big L, uh, purchased the site for what was to become St. Andrew's Church of England on Lutwich Road, donating the land to the church in 1865 and was actively involved in the construction of the church. On his death on the 12th of June, 1880, oh. very sad, he was buried very, very tragic. on the southern side of the church where his grave remains a prominent feature of the churchyard, dominated by a granite Celtic cross that was erected has the headstone by his widow, Marianne. That was a long sentence. Yeah, wow. What's what's funny about that? The word erected. <laughs> that's right, and which is always classic. Fun. Well, no, I no. guess Alfred died and he got a big old granite cross. Yeah. Um, but a portrait of them can be, yeah, found at the Supreme Court building in Brisbane. Can it? I, I'd work there. I've never seen a portrait of Alfred Lutwich. I feel like... For what is reportedly a fairly accomplished man, he was a judge. He was sent from. Yeah, I don't hear. I don't hear it. I feel Why? like he got, he got done I, a bit by just having Lutwich. That's getting friggin' Lutwich. They didn't. I, I feel like they needed to name it a bit more. I guess Lutwich Road is a very uh, is a vein yeah. of the city, probably, and probably more well known than the suburb proper. I'd say the road is way more known than the suburb. Yeah, um, in a way. Anyway, anyway, um, turning to modern Lutwich in the Wikipedia, uh, after the completion of the Brisbane Airport Link and Northern Busway, the Windsor Lutwich Precinct is served by the Lutwich Bus Station, which provides an entrance to the Northern Busway Tunnel, there's an open-air entrance plaza, and new stops at Truro Street southbound and outside Windsor State School northbound. It's great to know. <laughs> Keep us up to date, Wikipedia. Um, full credit, Lutwich, as a place I often accidentally or intentionally caught a bus to, um, really good for transport. Lutwich is one of those suburbs that if you'd bought property there even five years ago, you are laughing. Like you're going to have such a good time. It's, you know, 
on a good day with traffic, it's 10 minutes from the city. You know, you can ride your bike, probably be there in 15, 20. The buses are great and it's really coming up. It's one of those places that I think like, hen for our generation, we're not going to be going, oh, we can't get a house in Paddington. We're going to be like, oh, we're priced out of Lutwich. Like that's going to be the reality. Well, yeah, you're touching on the fact that it is becoming a little bit of a scene. Should we turn in that instance to contemporary Lutwich where we can explore why that is? Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. Now, you've written here on the planning sheet, Henry, Lutwich, the artsy inner Brisbane suburb luring young professionals. Now, I've never, ever heard Lutwich described as artsy except for the dude painting walls with his own shit. <laughs> but, but, oh, holy, but fuck, it looks like a Vermeer original. I think that was Alfred. The guy, yeah, that's, a, that's the ghost of Alfred Lutwich. He's this artsy young professional. That's Alfred Lutwich. No, that's a quote that I took directly from an article uh, posted by Domain, the property specialists and, uh, and dear friends of this podcast. <laughs> and close, close friends of the show. And occasional lovers of Unpacking <laughs> Brisbane, the Domain but real estate friends. website. But very talented musicians. Um <laughs> So basically what this article, yeah, the headline is, as you said, Lutwich, the artsy inner Brisbane suburb luring young professionals. Now that sounds weird. Yeah, luring like sounds dangerous and untoward. So isn't it luring? What did I say? I keep saying luring is luring. Like what did I say? Luring. Yeah, luring. You don't lure someone in. <laughs> oh, mate. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? Also, this? can I tell you this for yeah. free? <laughs> And this isn't even a flex on the Noosa Triathlon people. but <laughs> And you can check it out on Strava and give me kudos if you feel necessary. Oh, yeah. But I, didn't, I ran almost 10K this afternoon in the, oh, North, well in the North Queensland heat. I ran at about 4.30, which is way too early in the day to be uh, yeah, wow. trying to accomplish something like that. And I feel like a friggin' sun-dried tomato, brother. Um, yeah. So apologies for my... So it's luring you in. It's luring me in. It just makes it sound like they've got a like a little donut on a string and they're like, come yeah. here, come here, young professionals, come to Lutwich. <laughs> you know what is funny just about this article? First line is the only thing puzzling about Lutwich is the pronunciation. No, it's not. Who's out there being like, Lutwikey? It is literally like one of the few suburbs where you can look at it and just it's phonetically what it is. Another thing that I love, the first photo in this article, or the second one says, Neighbouring Windsor in Brisbane's inner north. That's not even a photo of Lutwich. <laughs> that literally the main <laughs> domain literally hasn't even got a photo of Lutwich. The first photo is of Windsor. Yeah, the article, as you said, goes, the only puzzling thing about Lutwich is the pronunciation. For the record, it's Lutwich. So it's L-U-T-W-I-T-C-H. So already this is spooky. Because yeah, wow. You know what I mean? They've already said Lut. Which, ooh, maybe I'll go as the Lut Witch for Halloween next year. We're already having fun. Um, in all other aspects, in all other respects, the suburb of five kilometres north of Brisbane CBD is an open book of desirability. <laughs> what the fuck? This is actually one of the most poorly written articles. Um, Domain, I love you to bits. This Domain, is, I know we I'm often the, uh, get the, into the, bed the with article, you. <laughs> the article is written by Larissa DeBecky, who I'm sure is lovely, um, but she can't write for shit. Larissa DeBecky. Larissa DeBecky says that it an, it's an open book of desirability with a growing number of families and young professionals, a rusted on artistic community and an ample number of parks. Um, Lutwich has a lovely little art community that has been here for 30 years or more, said Barbara Fordham, manager of the local Eckersley's Art and Craft, which opened in Lutwich four years ago. We chose the suburb well. It has a strong community feel and a fantastic mix of people. People here appreciate the little entrepreneurs bigger than the rather than the big chains. You know, when people how many say, entrepreneurs um, are there in life? You know, when people say artsy, I usually take them to mean like sort of often like live music and theatre and like comedy. Like if you say live in an artsy suburb, I think this literally means because they're right. There are lots of like arts, arts and, and crafts. crafts. <laughs> like it's it's painting. It's you know those little pipe cleaner statue men. I think it's all of that. Someone from Melbourne moves up being like, apparently the artsy area the artsy is, is so vibrant. Want to buy a paintbrush? It's like these old hippie, like English teachers just uh, <laughs> painting. Um, well, another massive thing of contemporary love, which Henry, that, you know, elephant in the room mm. shopping center. Oh yeah. Now, 
it's one of the few shopping centres in Brisbane that has what I consider to be the hat trick. It's got a Coles, it's got a Woolies, it's got an Aldi. Insane. Why do you need all those? Because I get the Aldi. I get the Aldi. By the Aldi, I get. And then having Coles. I just don't understand why Coles and Woolies would both agree agree to those terms. Why would you you get in on that list? Now, um, we have this argument a lot. I've recently swung back firmly to my pro Coles stance. Uh, You were going Woolies hard for a bit. Yeah. um, I, I... when people are like, oh, the quality of the food is better at Woolies, I would tend to suggest that, look, they've been marketing themselves as the fresh food people for 10 years and I think you've just drunk you've, the Kool-Aid. You've bought it, You've yeah. seen an ad. But, um, but, but similarly, when people are like, these prices are so down. Yeah, I, I was going to say, and I think both campaigns successfully reflect what they've gone after. Um, but, gee, over the last few weeks, not, not, not at Lightwood Shopping Centre, like Coles is markedly cheaper. Like it actually makes a bit of a difference. And right. that's not even talking about Aldi. So I, you know, if I'm at the Lovett Shopping Centre, my first instinct to be Coles, then I go Aldi, mm. then I go Woolies. Um, yeah, I guess uh, Woolies just does look nicer. Tell you what my oh, issue it looks is. looks so much nicer. But then again, some of those Coles fresh, uh, fresh fruits. Um, Coles, Coles orderly, stunning. Best looking supermarket in Brisbane. Mm. Probably the best range. Um, but then Woolworths at, uh, oh, where's that good one? There's one out of Doombin that's stunning. That's, I think, literally the one. Yeah, I like the Ascot, the Ascot-y one. I like the, the Woolies Metros do all right. Yeah, they do all right. But but see, I, um, anyway, I just, uh, I just think it's interesting that Lightwich, for so many years, it was just a Coles. And then mm. I remember when they got the Aldi put in. But then uh, the shopping centre had an extraordinary makeover. Did you ever go to the shopping centre, like, ever? No. Nah. Like which? Um, it used to be, like, undisputed, grubbiest, worst shopping centre in Brisbane. Like, And they've done uh, a bit of a makeover on it. Like a makeover like you wouldn't believe. Like, so Lutwich used to make Stafford look fancy as a <laughs> shopping centre. Um I mean, I loved it because I felt like I could literally just roam around barefoot and everyone would be like, oh, he's a very well-dressed young man. <laughs> um, but then they had just this insane makeover and now it's like, it's like these like organic health food stores. There's, you know, but it's still got these weird vestiges because there's still like a Michelle's patisserie, which, you know, it's not a trendy cafe. It's, it's, it's a Michelle's. <laughs> okay. Um, like, a Gloria Jean. Yeah, next, like they've still got to, that vibe. But still next to like a yeah, nice barista. Like well, a kale I mean, superfood place. Talking of um talking of cafes in Lutwich, mate, I um yeah. I just kept scrolling down the domain article, which I want to point out is longer than a Tolkien novel. Um but mm. they said for quirk factor, there's the cat puddle <laughs> cafe. Oh, is it a cat cafe? So they've got and it's run That's by cute. animal an animal rescue service, and it's where you can pat a feline over a cafe latte. And there is also a beloved local Elvis impersonator who can often be seen in his 1970s era jumpsuit. I feel like that is um, potentially just a, you know, a, a somewhat it's unwell man. Imbalanced the, character, the, yeah. That yeah, wanders yeah, around definitely. the streets of love, which the, the domain have been like, quirky. <laughs> they're like in a Tawong review and they're like, and there's this zany bag collector. <laughs> You'll love him. <laughs> oh, Domain, you've done it again. Uh, um, but Henry? Uh, well, I was going to say, if, as, as long as you're done talking about the... I'm completely done on the shopping centre. Well, I thought it might be time to go and um, have a conversation with the Unpackistanis. And a few more... Oh, yes. Well, way, way more of you wrote in than I was expecting. And thank you for doing that because I don't know crap about this place. Um now, half I looked and was like, holy crap, we have so many messages. Now, Joe, yeah. as you then pointed out to me to deflate my excitement a bit, pretty much all of them are just the word slut witch. Yeah. Um, now, it's just, it's not that funny. <laughs> I'll say this. And without, without, using, without using the term, I mean, I think it's just a pun and a, a rhyme. You know but what I love? I don't think that? anyone is openly saying that it is, and I, not to use the word, but that there are... Um, that there are people there who behave in the way that uh, 
Yes. The term would suggest. There are not I, promiscuous. I don't think, no, no I, it's, it's I don't think there's any. Wordplay. I think it's pure wordplay. Yes. Now, okay. you know what I love? Mm. <laughs> Everyone who has written in. So Jack wrote in uh, saying Slutwitch misspelt it. <laughs> um, Which is so. Too fucked to function wrote in saying Slutwitch misspelt it. Isabella misspelled. Um, full credit to the pronunciation thing from Domain. It seems like no one can spell Lutwich. Listen, it's not the easiest suburb to spell. I'll give you that. No. Um, but let's have a look. So uh, Kate has said Lutwich is underrated and overrated, which I think is very funny. Totally with, agree. Without really knowing what it means. Now, Isabella raises a really good point. She says, on the small section of Lutwich yeah. Road near the shopping centre, there is like five gyms. How do they all run? Why are they not bankrupt? So many questions. That's an unreal point. And I think it applies to general, Brisbane generally. Um, how are there not more bankrupt gyms? It seems like a gym opens and it's open for good. Yeah. Well, I mean, Fit Village at Paddington opened with the intention of, I think, having about three or four gyms. It's been just an F45 and some vacant offices for like two years. What is um, with F45s? Uh, and Paddington one is not like this, but even then it is squeezed in next to a weird news agent. What is oh, with yeah, F45 just, seem- just seemingly in town? And it's the same in Townsville. Like there's a few up, here, up yeah. here and they're not in nice spots. And granted, you know, that there's probably less nice spots by like the Brisbane metric than there would be. But like... There's just, it's in these strip malls. They seem intent mm. on putting them next to like a closed fruit and veg. Yeah. Well, I was actually going to mention the um, Lightwitch F45 and the whole gym thing because first and only um, first F45 I ever went to was at Lightwitch. So they had what, like a why deal. Why was that? Um, oh, they had a deal. They were like five this days. before you 10. met Sylvia? No. Oh, right. It, it was, it was at, in hindsight, aggressively pointless that she, having been going to F45 for like a year, I was like, I'll try it. Not I'm at yours. Not at yours. Yeah. I, think, <laughs> I want to forge um, my own path. Because yeah. that was when Sylvia, like in that dream you had, she was like, disappointed. And you're like, I know, you're <laughs> disappointed that I didn't come to the same, to come to <laughs> F45 with you. She's like, no. I'm disappointed you cry. <laughs> um, but I, I went to the Lutwich F45 hen. And yeah, it's it's where um, Blockbuster used to be, I think. Uh, I remember a Blockbuster <laughs> being there in Lutwich. So Standing I think, on the shoulders of giants. I truly think, because you know how there would just used to be so many video stores and they used to be in dog shit strip malls? Mm. I think there's a direct flip between video store to gym. <laughs> generally, generally yeah. you got- the floor space as well. Like there needed to be quite a lot of floor space in. in no, I don't um, think the clientele is a direct. Thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I think a straight up swap. I, uh, but then again, you're an F45 guy. Yeah, and you so spent a lot of time at the. Embarrassing. I mean, granted, the network video for you, yeah. but uh, but similar sort of style. Um, but so at F45, Lutwich, the reason I just wanted to bring this up, and I think this is true of all gyms, there are lots of different types of trainers. Nothing will ever motivate me more than just like jock bros who just like talk you need a you bully up so much. No, like like a bully, but a bit of like a mm. like oh come on, mate! Like you got this. Like like there's just an edge of it has to feel like they don't really like me. I think yeah. that's the motivating part. So there was just these trainers. They were probably the best ones I've ever seen because they were like very good at, you know, the cliches, mm. but there was a sense of like, oh, I could drop you in a heartbeat, mate. Yeah. You, you know, it was fantastic. If you, yeah. If you foul this burpee, I could just, yeah. That, that ruins the artificial sense of like, when trainers are like, oh my gosh, you're doing like, like when they're so complimentary, it's like, well, yeah, I'm paying 50 bucks a week. Like, I know this isn't true. Like you are paid to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the um, the first um, fit stop in Townsville is opening mm-hmm. on Saturday. So, and I got in early. I got a foundation member price. Oh, well done. So I'm gonna well go check it out. I hope it's fucking aircon. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it would be. Um, but yeah, Lutwich. Not only does it have five gyms it also has um corporate box it has like a boxing gym i think it has a martial arts thing like that corporate box is a great name for a boxing gym yeah no it just hit me oh yeah 
that's that's brilliant. That's, that's really that's really good. Very smart. Um, yeah, amazing shout from Isabella. I couldn't agree more. Um, Salty Nips says hellhole. Blake Gladwin says no appeal. This is contributing to the overrated under underrated thing. So I said only thing there's the shopping center. Will Kowalski said it's the worst road. I think Gimpy Road in the guts of Chermside's worse. I agree. Uh, I and Will is a man I respect in his opinion. Yeah. Likewise, but I have to agree that yeah, and and that's not to say that it's not a shitty road. It's definitely ugly, but I yeah no, I still think that Chermside. Yeah. As I've said, it's it's Chermside that road that is the worst place on it. It's because um, the Lutwich Road as well. I think it's one lane narrower, so it's you know, like you go past the first choice liquor and the Crown Tavern or whatever, the Crown Hotel, which apparently I'm told is the worst pub in Brisbane. Yeah, I'd right. love to go once. Um, you go there and, like, to me, the worst roads in the world are the one where you've just got no chance, no matter the traffic, of quickly running across the road as a pedestrian. Mm. Like, whereas I reckon even, like, Coro Drive, there would be times where you might, if there's a little island in the middle, you might be able to back yourself. Lutwich Road, you could. Gimpy Road around Chermside, I would never back myself to get across the road. No, no way. Um, It's just not happening. That's the real measure. Um, To keep going through what the people are saying, Emma says uh, it's going down the toilet. They tried to make the shopping centre cool but failed. So that is a a negative on the refurb of the shopping centre. Yeah, I like the refurb. Now, Captain Carib says something that I think... <laughs> he just said, good luck talking about Lutwich for an hour. Uh, you, underest- you underestimate us. Here's how you do it. Uh, avoid talking about it for at least what had to be 25 minutes at the beginning. Mm. Um, now, Xavier says he used to deliver pizzas here and it's 50-50 beautiful Queenslanders and disheveled apartments. So, again, it goes to the underrated, overrated argument. Yeah. That, yes, there's those apartments that do look derelict and falling apart, but... Hidden amongst this must be beautiful Queenslanders, which is now, so weird why Domain chose to use a photo of Windsor because surely know, there is a nice house they could have found. Well, I mean, um, my debating coach lives there, Connor. Oh, cool. Yeah, in a beautiful Queenslander. Um, but having said that, I want to add a third category because Xavier makes a good point. Um, Lutwich has this growing spate of McMansions that are just the funniest houses you've ever seen because they're just, like this weird Mediterranean design, like it's designed <laughs> by someone who's never seen Brisbane. Um, and uh, Kurt Monkton, great friend, uh, lives there in what has to be the biggest share house I've ever seen. Oh, and it's just him and Angus. Isn't it just two of them? No, no, there's four of them. Right, okay. It, it's, um, I think it's an old unit block that was an upstairs and downstairs unit. It has clearly... Um, it has a filled-in pool out the back that's now a garage. But you know, like um, those beach houses that have like a pool house with its own barbecue? Mm. Their share house has one of those. So there are, there are like oh three houses and I think they pay like bugger all because it's a lot which it's Again, just... if you're willing to leave Paddington, St. Lucia and oh, Red Hill, you're oh, going to... luck you're going to have. The share house you can get. Maybe um, I'll move there. Maybe, yeah, I could, maybe Josie, that, and then I'll just commute to Townsville. Yeah. Sounds like they've got room for me. Josie Alex says went on a date there once, as in to Lutwich. It the date was not good, uh, which does leave open the possibility that Lutwich itself was good. So and uh, and Josie as well. I have to say, wh- where who, who's this fella? Where you, where's, where'd where's you the go? date? Alex? Must have been a come round to mine for a drink. You know what it might have been was the the cat cafe. The cat yes. cuddle cafe. Maybe she, Which, maybe she, like on her hinge or something, had a picture with a cat. Or was like, "Are you a cat or a dog person?" She was like, "I love cats." And he was like, "Come to this animal shelter stuff." But then again, she did say it was not good. And you'd think, anyway, we're speculating lots on. Jersey speaking Blood. of Henry, speaking of the cat cuddle cafe, I'd like to make a massive shout out to our biggest feline fan, Button the Calico Cat, oh. who wrote in saying, "Cat cuddle cafe. That's where I'm from." Best human there. Now, confusing because it's clearly a cat Instagram that <laughs> oh, says cat- best so human. How did a cat Instagram find out? Have a look at Button. Oh, Button's That's so really cute. And I'm a dog cat. person and I'm, I'm loving my cat. I'm a massive dog person. I'm all in for, oh, look, Button's in a reusable shopping bag. Oh, Button is, oh, button <laughs> is in the is bag. very cute. <laughs> Button, button is, is one cat. Of, button, I'd like to say, I don't remember what we said about the cat cuddle, cat cuddle cafe earlier, but I'm now 100% all in. I, I think, think that's bothered. awesome. And I like that Button is clearly the manager. Like, Button has to pay yeah, invoices. Yeah. And as a cat, that's impressive. They've got an ABN. Button's promoting it because, you know, he, he's like, oh, mate, 
Button's like, I had to lay off three cats today. <laughs> COVID's hit us all. Um, cat COVID's hit us all. Yeah. Um, Morrow wrote in, said, the shopping centre has an Aldi, Coles and Woolworths. Yeah, Great minds think alike. Dead and on. you two also, maybe it's when you guys got that injury and <laughs> yeah, shared yeah, the same home at the, the same hospital time. ward. Yeah. <laughs> like the doctors did something weird where you, you shared, like it's like a Horcrux situation. And you're like, <laughs> a me and Morrow of me. thought of the same thing. <laughs> Lives in her cast. Um, true. And then um, Logan said, Babes, the alarms that go off at the shopping center seven times a day. Well, I, yeah, having not been to the shopping center, I, I didn't know about the alarms. Comment the, I, I believe it. I bet that's bloody annoying. That mm. there was um, there's something else that that happened. Yeah, where the alarms are just uh, ripping off. I mean, being Lutwich, who knows that it's not an error and they are actually doing what they were designed to do. Yes, um, quite possible. Shall um, we ask should, a question, mate? Let's do it. Does Lutwich fuck? Now, despite all the shit I put on it earlier, by virtue of Slutwich being the most famous nickname for this suburb, I'm going to have to say yes. I feel like my hands are kind of tight. I might have to go the other way. And I think because, as we said, it is just based off the name, I think I get the feeling it's almost a bit sarcastic in the same way that if there was a, you know high school boys, there was a big geek and they'd be like, oh, look, it's Pussy Darren. <laughs> that would be very funny. <laughs> like, I think it's like, oh, here comes Slutwich. Absolute yeah. nerdy virgin. <laughs> everyone's like, oh, oh fuck. you're a bit of a slut on the weekend, Michael. Oh, look, here <laughs> comes Simon. He um, Hugh, bloody Huey Hefner's coming in. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so you think, I mean, yeah, it's certainly not used authentically to imply any sort of sexual energy to the suburb. But I just think in name alone, the case has to be made and, and I have to accord with that case. Let us know. We might do an Instagram poll on this one. Does yeah. does the slut witch mean it does fuck or not fuck? Because I'm going with it's the kind of tongue-in-cheek name for the dag, which I think yeah. fits in with a lot of the McMansions and the Whereas apartments. I'm arguing that if you call Pussy Darren, Pussy Darren enough times, it'll become true. Ah, the yeah. mask, if worn long enough, shall become the yep, face, yep. young grasshopper. So I true. see. Um, well, yeah, that's us on Does Love Which Fuck. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. And uh, thanks so much for tuning in to an episode that was probably about 30 minutes Lutwich, 25 minutes refusing to mention Lutwich. Um, whoever <laughs> said good luck finding an hour, you're technically correct. Hell yeah. Um, Good hustle, mate. Let's uh, let's have some oranges and go home. Too right, too right. Um, um, Write in with what suburb you want to hear next and uh, remind us, snap up those lefties tickets um, in the course of this episode alone. They've gone up. I think we've sold another 10 or so. So um, they are racing out the door. If they're not sold out by the time you're hearing this. uh, They'll be very bloody close to me. Yeah, it'll, it'll be edging towards it. Um, as as we will be too. Mm. So, uh, thanks, thanks, Adam Pakistanis, you big legends. We'll chat to you next week, and um, I had to go get some clothes out of the dryer that I share with all my three hundred housemates <laughs> at your hotel. Just a massive share house, it is. Uh, um, bye. Good times. Bye.